You know what I was wondering? Did you guys hear the guy who died hiking Mount Washington the other day? Did you see that, Joe? No. No. Wow. So I mean, that Jedi, you're, a hiker, you're huh? on the, <laughs> yeah, you're on the West Coast, Jedi. Do you know? Have you ever heard of Mount Washington? Yeah, but I never. I didn't hear about this story. So, Joe, you say that, but I swam that day. It was a nice day, 80 degrees. They showed the scene where he was being rescued, Jedi. It looked like it was Alaska in December. Oh, my goodness. Hypothermia. It was all sorts of snow. I always find that the weirdest thing. I mean, you're only – it's not like you're in space. You're only a mile up, and it's that much of a change. He couldn't move anymore. He kept sending texts to his wife. um, How high is that? I think Mount Washington is around 6,000 feet, and he obviously wasn't at the very top. It's crazy how That's different scary. it is. scary. I don't understand yeah. why people go hiking by themselves. You know, so many stories like this happen where they're just found dead somewhere. Jen, I, yeah. I think it's all part of the plan. I'll be quite honest. Yeah. <laughs> I think anybody who goes hiking by themselves, like 50-50, thinks that there's a chance they're not coming back. Yeah, I mean, hiking, could you imagine going there, like, for a hobby? No. I, no. Jedi, if I was hiking, I, I would have to see the entrance to where I came in the entire time. I would never, ever venture off and trust a compass. Hell no, I'm not even hiking, you know, up a mountain. I'm just probably just standing there admiring it from afar. You know what? what? I'll tell you a messed up story. I, uh, my brother, uh, my older brother actually is a hiker and he goes and he hikes by himself. And so that's part of the reason why. Yeah, I think, you know, anyway, um, my other brother, uh, I went to Italy a few years ago and my younger brother uh, told me that you you know you're supposed to dress up and so i wore slacks and i wore dress shoes and shirts and i got there and no i don't even know yeah. what he was talking about no bow tie but yeah it, i was overdressed everywhere but we and we went to mount vesuvius and we walked up mount to volcano and I got to the bottom and um, I had literally worn out my loafers. And the next day we went to Florence and it rained and it's all <laughs> cobblestone. Oh, oh my, my God. Painful. Oh, yeah. I looked like a, it was like a clown act. I was <laughs> yeah, just right. sliding all like and almost falling everywhere I went. But why did he tell you to dress up? That's what I was an asshole. Mostly. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, that's one thing I'll never do. I mean, obviously, like I have I have tendonitis issues, so I wouldn't be doing it anyways. But I just have no interest in hiking. I hate going anywhere that's not the destination. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm gonna I'm hiking to nowhere. You know, like yeah, I, right, I, right, yeah. right, right. how do you know when you're like done hiking? Like there's more to Joe, you're frozen. Yeah, I get you frozen too, Joe. I was. I froze for a minute, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Like that guy on the mountain. Uh oh. But
Hey there, Marks, and welcome back to Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond. Jedi Todd and producer Joe back again. I know last week's show we decided to cram all U.S. conspiracies into an hour and a half. <laughs> but today we've decided that we need to calm and take it down a notch and relax. Today we'll be talking about lucid dreaming. Speaking of last week's show, I got two comments on Facebook. Someone said that guy's incredible, and someone said that guy was worse than Flat Earth Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I guess like some things just are not people's thing, but I do think yeah. we should have him on just for like JFK because I would be interested in something like that. I wonder and if he he, kn he knows anything about the New World Order and all that stuff, other stuff that goes with it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm sure he can name <laughs> off all the people in the Illuminati like in yeah. alphabetical order. Yeah, no doubt about it. Jedi, you saw that stack of books. I know, right? <laughs> that was insane. Oh, my God. The other day, this young lady said to me that she believes Jay-Z and Beyonce run the Illuminati. And Why? I said... Uh, that's what I said. I'm like, what? she's like 22. I'm like, what are you talking about? Because I think he says he mentioned something like that in one of his songs. And uh, she's like, no, I'm serious. And I thought, what do you think like the shadow government is? Who, who do you think these people are? I, I Listen, I'm guessing, right? It's old, old white people. That's and the chances, <laughs> the chances of them even letting Jay-Z and Beyonce in is very low. That they'd even let them like come to the club, be in charge of it? No. No, exactly. that is definitely not happening. So you don't think that they are in charge of their demographics? I'm saying the Illuminati's racist. Yeah, that's yeah. What I'm saying. There's no <laughs> way Casey and Beyonce are even in it, let alone in charge of it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> a, a, a lot of people do think that these like black rappers and stuff are like the modern day gods and stuff, but I know it. I know what you're saying, you're saying, Joe. A lot of the stuff stems from old white people need to kind of like die off. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> kind of the idea. Listen, they talk about the Illuminati a lot, like in, in rap songs. That's a thing, right? That's a cool thing to rap about. And yeah, I mean, if you're being metaphorical, that is, right? It's the establishment, like tearing it down. Well, he's again, always putting up that hand gesture sign, the diamond sign. Is that part of the Illuminati? He's always doing this. Yeah, see, again, Todd, if he's in the Illuminati, it's like Fight Club. I mean, the first rule about Illuminati is you don't talk about Illuminati. So you wouldn't, like, <laughs> you wouldn't flash right. the sign necessarily because that's letting everybody know you're in it yeah. and it doesn't exist, huh? Right, right. And the key word you said there was she was, like, 22. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. You know, so young, Jedi, we're gonna, talk, we're gonna talk a bunch about dreams. Um, tell us a little bit about dreams, and then we'll go right into lucid dreams with Bobby. We'll bring Bobby on. Well, you know, dreams, it's a series of thoughts, images, or emotions occurring during sleep. So it's a, also a physiological and psychological conscious state that occurs during when you're sleeping, and it's often characterized by sensory motor emotional and other experiences 
Yeah, I was surprised to see you have four to six dreams per night, and you either don't remember any or you might remember one. And it says they only last a few minutes, even though some of them sound like they seem like they last all night. Do you dream a lot? Do you guys dream a lot? I used to have a lot of nightmares, not regular dreams, but a lot of nightmares. I could probably tell you in detail right now in the next 10 minutes, every dream I remember in my entire life. Although I did just have one two nights ago. It was weird. Much like all of them, they're generally apocalyptic in nature. <laughs> Nightmares, well, okay. Yeah, weird. Only this time, I was on the run with a relative of my wife who's not attractive, and I don't know why. There's no, I have no connection to that person. I don't know why she was the person. She got eaten by a lion, incidentally. <laughs> well, you love you love lions. That, you know, that I understood. That right. I understood. Yeah. Nice I'm terrible. I'm, I'm terrible at remembering dreams. They'll pop up to me in the middle of the day or something, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, that was my dream last night. My wife but gets can, pissed you, at me about dreams she has about things I do. Have you ever had oh, that? That's, oh, yeah. Like she, gets, she gets mad. At, yeah, she gets mad at you for something that happened in the dream. <laughs> yeah. You like, cheated no, on you me. Had, <laughs> right, you had sex with, like, our 80-year-old neighbor. And I, and I was like, what? <laughs> Why would you even? That's what your brain was thinking about. What? Come on, mad at me about it too, like that. Like I had anything to do with it. So Jedi, if I was going to ask you what lucid dreams m meant, do you do you know anything about lucid dreams? Because that's what I'm the most interested in. Well, I know a little bit. I've heard of it. It's like. You're dreaming, but it seems like you're awake and you have, you're able to control what happens in your dream or do things that you want to happen, you want to do in your dream. So, I mean, yeah, it's is, is almost that like sound? you can, it's almost like you can con maybe control it or you are completely aware that you're sleeping and maybe the dream can keep happening and you don't wake up. Let's bring Bobby on who has, I think he said he had over. 300 lucid dreams hey, uh, all right hi bobby hey, what's welcome going on? to our show hello thanks for having me so um i met bobby on this actually there's a, there's a facebook page for everything there's <laughs> yeah. a lucid dreaming facebook group <laughs> um <laughs> so we were talking a little bit you've had over 300 lucid dreams uh yeah so do you want to tell us about it sure um i uh had never really done it I randomly maybe once every two years my whole life until I was about 30 or 32 and I wandered in a bookstore and found some book that taught me how to do them. And that's, um, I took the exercises in there, the meditations and, um, started doing it. And it was pretty amazing. I mean, literally, if you want to fly like Superman into outer space, I mean, it's something else. So basically you trained yourself to do this kind of but there's a lot of different methods the easiest one for anybody is to set your alarm for an hour and 20 minutes before you have to actually get up for the day and go back to sleep and you'll probably have one that's the easiest way interesting so, but what made you want to do it because you had one accidentally and it was awesome well i just i read new age stuff a lot and i've had been over through 20 something books that promise to you know aid different things and abilities and they're usually poop, you know, <laughs> They're usually not any good. Yeah. This one blew my mind because it actually worked. And I was doing with the exercises, the meditations and 
it explained uh, what I had thought was sleep paralysis when I was a kid and in my teen years living at my dad's. I'd wake up in the middle of the night and feel frozen, you know, not cold, but like stiff. And I thought that meant like something was trying to bother me. So I'd shake my head to wake up. This book taught me that means a noise in the real world woke me up, but my body's still locked up in the dream state for that few, you know, REM state or whatever. So now I wake up in the middle of the night and feel frozen. I just like, oh, that's a you know lucid dream. Then I just relax and let freeze up. And then I go do whatever. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Uh, but do you dream what you want to dream or it just happens? Whatever happens, happens. Kind of whatever happens, happens. Um, it's not like you're actually in this place. You know, it's it's uh, I don't know. I can't say what it is. I don't want to sound too wild. I started to wear sunglasses to even talk about this because any family I have that I've told about it, uh, they just it's just a dream, Bobby. <laughs> so, yeah. Really? Yeah. Jedi, this is something that seems like it would be up your alley. <laughs> and I, I'm actually kind of surprised that you say that it's an hour and 20 minutes before you want to wake up because I would think this would be something in the middle of the night when it's pitch black. It's not like that at all. Well, I'm not positive if I remember correctly. A lot of the dreams uh, happen. There will be really good quality deep REM sleep happens that last few hours before you wake up. But um, most importantly, that you know, if you do have a lucid dream, if it is a nightmare, you don't want to be out more than an hour. So that's my personal recommendation. So. Yeah. You say that you you fly in these dreams, yeah. but uh, when people who have lucid dreams, they, they don't classify it as an outer body experience, or is it an outer body experience? Some do, and that's open to perception. I like to call it that. The book that taught me had astral projection in the title, you know, so um, I call it that. And that's when I stopped calling it that because all my friends and family were like, it's just a dream, man, you know, but it doesn't seem like a dream. It seems like that movie Insidious to a T. I am not exaggerating. Uh, I've never seen that movie. Have you guys seen that? No, I haven't. I oh. have not. And I literally have just reading now about what a, I didn't even know that was a thing. Lucid dreams. That That's a yeah. that's a thing that you could even have. I'm stunned by all this. Yeah. Can you? I, I have so many questions. So like you go to sleep and and so you like what you can tell that you're sleeping yeah you're well it's uh like if somebody woke up and went back to sleep like that in about 15 minutes 20 minutes you know i've gotten comfortable with that feeling of like oh i'm about to doze off you know about to go to sleep you can kind of feel it and um you know i just relax and then give it a few seconds then open my eyes and see where i'm at or see if i'm flying already or you never know what's going to happen that's the wild part Wait, do you say open your eyes in real life or in your dream? Oh, in my dream. It feels like the real thing. Everything seems and feels real, except for if you push into a wall a couple, you know, like wait a split second, then you can push through the door. You know, through the so wall. you're not sluggish at all. Like, you know, sometimes when you're you're dreaming that you're running, you're moving slow. When, when you're lucid dreaming, it's like in real time and, you know, you're running the speed that you want to be running. It is, uh, but you don't necessarily, if you take off running, you don't feel the impact on your legs as much as you would in real life. You know that you're physically running, but you don't feel it like gravity for real. But, you know, it's mostly, you know, you can sense a good 60% of what's going on to touch and everything else. Well, but and like, so what are you dreaming about? What's going on in these dreams? What's the coolest thing that you've done? Shoot. The coolest thing? Um, I don't know. I just, it was all pretty amazing. Um, I mean, flying. Sometimes the split second you start this lucid dream, you're yanked like you're on a bungee cord 
but it goes on for five straight minutes. So you have that sunken feeling in your stomach, like you're on a roller coaster for what seems like five solid minutes. It's blissful. It's, you know, and by then you're in outer space and you like to stop and see something and, you know, go with another, I say planet, but it's not like as big as a planet, but it's like a, a sphere of people hanging out, you know, it's something. But, you know. Now, when you say the sphere of um, people hanging out, is that just you or do other people you talk to have like the same type of experience? They're all different. I mean, it's, I mean, I would guess I, I provide like in that group and I've been in lots of them. Everybody kind of has their own. And so maybe it is just a random dream. could be totally random, you know, yeah. but it does. It seems pretty amazing and beyond belief. Uh, like all the houses, I, I did this downtown one time when I was working downtown. Um, and so when I came out, I was in a city that was similar, but it was, you know, 10 times more amazing. The buildings were 10 times bigger and brighter and higher. I mean, they went off into the sky and, you know, I'm just walking down the street, you know, you just fly around or go to a restaurant. I mean, people are just hanging out like it's, and it could all just be a dream, but it just seems like some astral projection, like uh, Jenna was saying. It's definitely not the metaverse, right? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> they just made up that word a few months ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. We don't and, like and the th- metaverse. Yeah. And this happens when you just go to regular sleep, right? It's not after you get drunk or, you know, no. do any kind of getting high or anything like that. This is just basic sleeping. Yeah, I mean, I did it enough times to realize I couldn't drink caffeine the hour before I tried it, and I couldn't smoke a cigarette or no nicotine of any sort, any stimulants the hour before I tried it, and sober completely. There's some podcasters out there that recommend hard drugs for this, and I'm like, I don't think the experience would be genuine if that were the case. Yeah, yeah and the one thing about our show, we have flat flat earthers on here. We had a guy last week that thinks the Holocaust is fake, so anything you tell us, we're not going to think it's strange. Okay. So, like, if there's anything like really yeah. wacky, we're not. We're not gonna, <laughs> I mean, we had we had the flat Earth guy on twice. Okay. This is yeah, a no, safe space. This is safe a safe space. space. Here you go. No, no judgment zone. I didn't know if it was no. okay to mention drugs or whatever, but you know. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I mostly fan. mean if you were going to mention anything about like astral projecting, have you ever had anything like that? We're not going to find it strange or anything like that, or think you're crazy. Oh, well, I appreciate that for sure. Yeah. So, have as, you had that? As I'm, I'm reading about this, like, uh, it seems as though lucid dreams. Are, that's something that kind of goes back to ancient Buddhists yes. and the ancient Greeks. Aristotle wrote about lucid dreams. Um, yeah. so this is not some new, newfangled idea. This is something that's like well recorded throughout history. I'm, I'm still, I'm still, I, I, I can't quite wrap my mind around it because i don't know if you heard bobby when you when you first jumped on i don't like i don't even have dreams i can remember Mm. i've only ever once dreamed about a person that i knew Mm. otherwise that doesn't happen and 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 um drugs and alcohol is that something that could affect your dreaming ability is that a thing I personally think it would, you know, make the what you experience disingenuous. But I know that the Joe Rogan recommends GHB to do it, you know, or one of those pods that are, you know, the the so the I can't think of it, the sensation pods where you're floating and you can't feel anything. Oh, the float tanks. Yeah. He says the you should do drugs tanks, before that. Yeah. yeah. I would. I'd love to try one of those someday. Those oh yeah, the tank would be fun. neat, but I, I don't want to mess with no psychedelics. I just. I, 
now it's not for me so so is this another form of meditation or do you meditate in your dream uh kind of um some people get there by meditating and and there's exercises you can do to relax yourself to get into a sleep state uh, important point you'll you don't want to get too comfortable so sleeping in the bed doesn't always work sleeping kind of tilted helps uh but like a recliner you'll just fall asleep typically because it's so comfortable like a rigid a car chair was the best way for me but you know never sleep in a running car but it was cold it was fall and i was taking an hour and 10 minute lunch breaks and would um sleep with the car off and it was uncomfortable enough but comfortable enough if that makes sense, that I could be kind of about to doze off and then I'd feel that feeling of freezing up. And the very first experience was the neatest because I just floated out the back of my own car and I could see my car. And I was like an egg that was about 10 feet or about eight feet tall floating through the same garage. And uh, yeah, it was pretty wild. That got me. Does it feel like you're in a different dimension or are you, do you feel like you're still on earth? A thousand percent different dimension. It, I, you get the feeling that there's a million multiverses on top of each other, like people theorize. It feels like that. That that's why I started this podcast, Jenny. That's the stuff I like to hear, like awesome. multiverses, and because it makes it's you think fascinating, that be, right? No, it makes you think that there could be something else, and that's like the ultimate goal, knowing mm-hmm. that there's something on the other side. Now, have you ever have you ever put yourself to a test, like? if you astral projected, like you saw something somewhere and then you went and like checked it when you woke up and saw something was there. I've tried, I've tried many times to turn around and see myself because supposedly you can, but I've never been able to see myself. If I'm even in the same, a similar looking room, I'm not there. I've tried. Have you ever experienced deja vu? Oh, pretty regularly. Yeah. I mean, not regularly, but at least twice a month, you know, like, this seems just like something I dreamed about. And then it's, you know, it seems like I dreamed about it, you know, a week before or a few days before. And I can't help but tell myself I probably did, even though I forgot that dream because this seems so familiar. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Do you have anything else on uh, this Jedi that you want to ask him? Yeah. Um, astral projection. Are you familiar with, I, I don't know if it's a conspiracy or not, just, you know, reach, uh, researching this topic about the CIA Mm-hmm. testing for astral projection and all the testing that they did regarding that and yeah. um that they did a report but page 25 is missing <laughs> could you tell us about that i went to the u.s marshal's office in houston and offered to get involved and tell them i told them about it and they uh they told me to you know get a resume together and send it to some place they had in dallas but i was like i don't know maybe they're just going to put me on a list so I didn't ever try that, uh, but I went to inside the U.S. Marshal's office and talked to him about it, trying to get on with that. But um, they didn't seem very, you know, interested. So. See, that must be it. Must be difficult to know that something is really working and being afraid to tell people because they think you're crazy. Yeah, I tried to offer it to uh, prison inmates in Houston. I went to several different jails and offered to teach a free class with the book that taught me, and they didn't even want to hear about it. So yeah. I've tried. <laughs> See, Joe, are you familiar I, with yeah. that? The the astral projection and the CIA files? I don't know if th- this is true doc- documentation or what. I just, you know, came across of it. Have you heard this in any of your um, discussions, political discussions? I have not. No, not none of this at all. This is so interesting. I don't. Even, I can't even believe this happens. The more I'm looking this up, the more I'm like, dude, this is crazy. What yeah, apparently the Defense Intelligence Agency 
was focusing on this back in the what 70s and 80s. Yeah. They were trying to look into, you know, paranormal activity and I don't know, mind, <laughs> how powerful the mind is. Remote viewing was heavy too. Well, I was going to say, Joe, do you, have you ever heard of Kreskin, the amazing Kreskin? Yes, I remember that. He used to always yeah. be in like Johnny Carson. He always right, right. said he could, he could remote view and the CIA couldn't figure it out. They would be in a room in like California and he would be in a room in like uh, New York and they would have like a six-sided dice and he would get all 12 of them right. And they're like, there's no way he could figure out. The odds of guessing all the dice 12 times, it was like a billion to one. And then someone would draw a picture somewhere and he would be like, it's a it's a vine of grapes and it was and so he's he the same thing the cia hired him for different things because you just don't know if it's a real thing or not but i don't know i like to call it astral projection i don't like but i don't want to say that because you said lucid dreaming so i don't want to come in heavy with the astral projection but that's what yeah so you you say astral projection and lucid dreaming are one of the same the same activity and people you know think it's uh spooky to call it astral projection and lucid dreaming is just a regular dream so i can have that conversation with more strangers than you know than uh astral projection i went to another universe like shut up you know is what i do right right definitely not first day conversations <laughs> yeah yeah what's the name of the book um astral voyages uh by dr bruce goldberg which he's a dentist I mean, we can... <laughs> oh really we can yeah. definitely find this uh online too i mean not not the book jenny but we can find enough material online if we didn't want to buy the book but yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting i love to get into this it's pretty awesome well after 300 times though i stopped doing it because so often i wasn't sure if i was here or there and i wouldn't know until i tried to push through something it's like oh oh i'm really here never mind like, so you are you losing touch with reality it got annoying yeah so i stopped doing it like several years ago so it's kind of like the same thing with people do psychedelics. It gets to the point where like you can't tell like here and there and you get freaked out about it. Mm -hmm. But um, the book that taught me mentioned Buddhism, like uh, Joe was talking about. And back then they would even research it so much that they would astral, leave their body and sit there and watch when someone died. Cause you know, it was like an old person about to pass anyway, or maybe capital punishment. I don't know, but they would sit there and see what happened to the soul. Like after they, that's what kind of stuff that book was about. So have yeah, you seen wild. any ghosts or spirits? Just a couple of times, shadows. Um, and then I was at a friend's house and a white silhouette stepped into her back patio and then walked out like it was spooked. But pretty much, you know, when you astral, sometimes you do. 20% of the time you go to some place that seems pretty scary. And, uh, you know, so there's that. But the other times are so good that it's amazing. You know, sometimes you go to a place that's so good, your stomach is glowing with happiness. It's like when I had a dream about my grandma after I had a bad car wreck one time. So it's pretty wild. Wow. So what did it feel like you were with her or something? Uh, with that dream, yes. Um, and then the feeling when you go to what they call the high planes, um, the whole the Buddhist stuff with the astral says there's like seven different levels and the higher planes are happier and lower planes are, you know, they seem like hell. It's Constantine, I don't know if you saw that movie, but Keanu Reeves. But uh 20% of the time is pretty terrifying, but you're stronger than anything you see there. You know, I've uh, fought them and, you know, you decide to wake up and then you come back. But that's why you want to set an alarm for an hour just in case, because you may have 10 different false wake ups before you actually wake up. So. Oh, my God. Wait, now what's a false wake up? Is that literally you thought you woke up and you're still in the dream? 
Yes. Um, oh, you think you think you're back? You're walking around, and then you open the door, and it's like a you know circus. You're like, oh, that wasn't really waking up. <laughs> oh my god, I would love to do that. That would be that's like a heart attack, right? Yeah. Well, if it's astral at that point, maybe a negative entity is enjoying the energy you're giving and your fear, and that's why it's so hard to wake up because they're feeding off of that. You're stronger. Has this made really yeah? Has this made you believe more in the afterlife? A thousand percent. I was a little skeptical. I'm not gonna lie. I couldn't believe in it more now. Yeah. See, that's awesome. Why? Yeah. I, I, I help me out here. I'm. I. I that's beautiful. But why? <laughs> why would that make you believe in an afterlife? What are you seeing that's making you think that? Uh, the good things I've seen and the bad things I've seen. I, I've been to what seems like the high plains. It looks like uh, just beautiful, like a meadow and nice buildings. And you have this glow, you're feeling. And you, and it's the same feeling I got with that dream with my grandma, which, I mean, I got in a really bad car wreck and could have passed. And I got the impression from the dream she thought I might pass, too. She didn't know. She knew something was going to happen. And I got this hug from her and I felt pure love. And I've also gotten that feeling in the high plains just a few times. I don't get to go that often, you know, but um, it just seems so amazing. And it feels like you're leaving is, I, I don't know. I know I read another book uh, called The Silver Cord on Kindle. I don't even think it's in paper, but um, and, and there's a lot of silver cord book titles. But this guy saved his twin that was in a coma by astral projecting and going to find him. And he, in turn, was in a coma for a month, getting him back. He woke up, and his brother had already been up and around for a month. So he got lost in there. So, and I don't know if that book was true. It claimed to be true. But wow. I read a lot of books on stuff like this. So if the government has spent millions of dollars with parapsychology research, how come it's not promoted more? What is your thoughts being a lucid dreamer? How come they're not teaching everyone else how to tap into this? And especially since it's been around for centuries. Because it's not concrete and reliable and measurable with a piece of paper, which is scary, but, you know, and that's what's neat about it. You can't prove any of it with paper and it's not verifiable. Um, the worst, the most they can do is transport protons of light or photons of light. But uh, they know there's something there. They wouldn't be spending so much money trying to figure it out. But they can't point that's it. They crazy. can't write it on their clipboard or result, you know, because it's just what was experienced. Well, Jedi, the government's spending billions of dollars on the whole space thing. When Dave Weiss, the flat earther, says there's no such thing as space, we always go, Bobby, we always go back to this because we have a flat earth expert that comes on to explain. He thinks we're crazy that we think the world is a globe. And we always bring up, okay, well, what about all these satellite companies? Are they all in on the big lie? And he's, he always says, yeah. Oh, man. There's way more people in on the conspiracy than people being had by it at this point. Yeah. yeah. All right. I can't imagine the greatest hoax in history of every sailor and every pilot ever. Yeah. <laughs> sailor code. We will not talk about the flat earth. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. But they're diehard believers. They're really diehard oh. believers with that. That's why I brought that up. Uh, sorry to interrupt you, Jedi, but I want to know how much of your day is lucid dreaming is this something that you're constantly looking up or thinking about or is it not at all well i don't mess with it anymore when i did i read the book and i was just doing it for an hour a day five days a week on my lunch breaks at work um okay. it was just an hour a day nap okay at so night, this is something here yeah so this is just something you don't mess with anymore okay so it's like you're detoxing yourself from it i mean are, are there any like 
bad things because you were besides losing touch with reality. I mean, does the pros outweigh the cons or why wouldn't you go back to it again? It just isn't as convenient because uh, if you're laying down in a bed, it's too comfortable and you probably just fall asleep. And that's usually what happens with me. A couple of days ago, I, I did actually project. Um, I mean, I felt that freeze up feeling. I let it happen. And I didn't even open my eyes. I was just enjoying the flying part because you feel that like roller coaster stomach topsy turvy. And then I opened my eyes and uh, I was in a place that was trying to look like my apartment, but it was dark. Like the sh- there were shadows, no lights on. And, you know, I just got kind of bugged out by it. So I woke up. Did you ever get addicted to it, like wanting to get to the nighttime so you could do it? Well, yeah. I mean, I was doing it on my at lunch, and I I was very addicted to it for a while there. I was doing it a lot, uh, you know, once a day. I mean, I got an hour lunch break, but, I mean, I knew it was going to take me about an hour and 15 minutes, and I got on the crap list, you know, for taking too long for lunch. But I did it anyway because I was documenting it. I have a Facebook page uh, that deleted me, my profile that I was running it with, but the page is still out there, so it's uh, got a lot of stories on it. But, uh, how many lucid dreamers are there? I mean, how big is this community? I don't know. Um, everybody, you know, dreams and the ones that know how to do it lucidly. I don't know. I used to be in several big groups for lucid dreaming on Facebook. But boy, some of them uh, moderators, if you just provide a book link, like or they're like, no, I said that's not how it works. And I've been banned from the biggest one. There's one like 80,000 people in it. And that person does not want you to really talk unless you're just telling them how awesome he is. It was pretty weird. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell us what that Facebook page is? The one that your stories are up on? Um, up to you. Yeah, I probably could. <laughs> okay. But if you search actual projection, you know, yeah. you'd find it. But... All right. I think uh, I don't have anything else for him, Jedi. Do you or Joe? I mean, I could ask him questions for here to eternity. I, I still, I mean, I'm still trying to wrap my head around the whole concept. Yeah. I, how have you not heard of lucid dreaming, Joe? You've not- I've heard of it. I've heard the term. Yeah. Oh. And I'll be honest. And I looked it up and I was like, oh, it's not what I thought it was. I don't know what I thought it was. I don't know what yeah, I thought I actually, it was. I've yeah. never had anything like it. So I don't know. I guess it just never occurred yeah. to me to care. And now I really I do. Only- I only thought it was um, just like the dream that seemed really real, and that's it. I didn't know it had all this stuff to it either. The astral, astral projecting and all that stuff was kind of a surprise to me. But I, Jedi, we, we have to try this. I, I know, right? <laughs> there are several ways. I mean, so like like he, Bobby was saying, it's like meditation. I mean, devices. I, I read sometimes people use devices. Right. Can you talk well, a little bit about that? Um, I I have one device that wasn't any good. I got years ago, it was like a light show, sunglasses and played music, but it wasn't music. It was like boop, 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 boop. It's trying to get you to. But there's something great on YouTube now called binaural beats, B-I-N-A-U-R-A-L. And it'll, it's a clip for eight hours and it just relaxes you. There's something in that octave that they use, even from a cell phone speaker. You sleep deeper, like you got 10 hours sleep on six hours sleep. It's something else. It's great. Did you ever keep a dream diary? I heard that that's another method, keeping a dream diary. No, just that Facebook page where I was writing stories. And I can't remember if I've said anything that was too much in there. So I was telling the nit and gritty on it. And, you know, if you um, look for a date, you know, and you run around looking for dates, then something might look around for you for a date. 
you know, or you might attract negative energy. So anyway, I mean, I had one where some lady was reaching out to me, you know, saying hi, but her boyfriend was with her in, you know, in the astro or whatever, but he was wearing like armor and glowing gold. It was pretty wild. I got the impression he was somebody special. So he was a knight in shining armor then. <laughs> Literally. That he glowed yellow told me he was not a regular person. Um yeah, for sure. And uh so that 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 seemed special. Um and the things I've seen that were good were special and the things I've seen that were bad were pretty horrifying. Uh, so it just depends. The neatest thing I saw, I will tell this because this was too amazing. I um just show up in the middle of you know what looks like outer space, but I'm in a parking lot and you don't see pavement, but every there's a bunch of little tables on this parking lot. At the end of it's this what looks like supposed to be a church uh, with big three big red uh, rectangles on it, and just light red light coming out of the red rectangles. But all these little tables, I'm looking at them, and they're little cities. They are miniaturized, but people moving like I can see them just going on about inside the city of this little table. And what struck me the weirdest or most was a gold city. One was gold. I was like, that's, you know, I mean, I didn't get impression that meant it was holy. Everything was gold and the people were there, but everything, it was the buildings, the roads. But then before I know it, there's a beat up, beat up uh, ambulance trucking through this parking lot with no pavement. And I get the feeling that that thing is not okay. And um, I look up at the weird church. It's got red lights coming out of it. And then I'm like, I need to wake up. And that was one of the 10 false wake up times I had. So, yeah. Uh, see, a lot of the stuff you're saying is kind of stuff that coincides with um, like DMT, mushrooms. I, I don't know why it coincides, but it's the same experiences I hear because that's like a big rabbit hole I'm in the middle of. Some of them ask me why I'm there, which is I know similar to the DMT. Uh, like, how'd you yeah. get here? That's happened. Yeah. Um, I was in a, t in a room with people eating dinner and they're like, who are you? And just to be a smart ass, because I was so lucid, I was like, I'm the one. And they all stopped and just stared at me terrified. <laughs> I, was, I was just joking. I just read a book on astral projection. I literally had to say that to not have them afraid. So. Oh, yeah. That is so DMT. Now, Joe, you're not going to believe when we have we're having Shane Moss on, who's a comedian, and he's he's done DMT, which we'll get into the whole thing later. But it's the same type stories. You're in a place and nothing makes sense. And they're talking to you and wondering how you're here. It seems like the exact same thing somehow. You're tapping. That's into fascinating, right? It, it's yeah. the same dimension, basically. That they're DMT. You're mostly smoking it, or it's a frog poison. And what you're doing is you're just meditating. It seems like you're getting to the same spot. Yes. I'm sorry. Did you say frog poison? <laughs> <laughs> you lick a frog. You haven't Mike heard Mason. that. Well, that's one of those things. Who the hell dis who the hell discovered this? You take the what do you call them? Whatever the the bumps are on toads, you squeeze the pus out of it, and then you smoke it, and then you like see crazy stuff. I mean, it's kind of weird. And Joe, the reason why I asked him if he believes more in God after this all all what's happening with him is because I do think we're like this weird being. If we're here by accident or not, I think dreams are like. That makes me believe that there's something after because it's too coincidental that you just go to sleep and all these crazy stories would be popping in your brain. I just think there's something there. I don't know what. That the dreams are another portal? Or something. There has to be something up with that. They're so random and wacky. I don't know. 
Alan Watts has a lot of good videos on YouTube. He's a late now, you know, past, but yeah, we all probably heard of him. He's got a lot of speeches from the 60s, 70s, and 80s on YouTube. Alan Watts, and that brought some peace to me with what you're saying, basically. Yeah. Uh, we can only see what we can measure with what we have technology for. So we can see so far in the universe, well, when we get a better telescope, we can see even further. So then it exists. Well, how do we know we can't see all those multiverses right now because we don't have the right equipment yet? Yeah, exactly. Or we're not channeling ourselves to be in those dimensions with this lucid dreaming, right? Yeah. Bob, are you married? No, sir. Single. Huh. Good call. Cheers. I mean, I was engaged for seven years and it was common law, but, you know. I, I figured you were married because I figured somebody had to dash you from following your dreams. No. <laughs> I, I used to tell her it's not cheating if it's another dimension. She did not. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Joe, try that one tonight. Yeah, I definitely will. <laughs> definitely gonna work. Try to work that in. All right. Well, I we want to try this now. Yeah. Yeah. No. One hundred percent. Let's look. Let's look this up, Jedi. I mean, we can uh, splurge by the book. I'm sure there's tons of books and. Yeah, Jedi well, I do have one media. more question. Oh, yeah, go for it. For Bobby. So when when you do these lucid dreamings, uh, you said devices exist and all that, but do you do ASMR? Um, yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I, I have an ASMR channel on YouTube where I just read kids' stories, kids' books, but um, I um, have studied it a little bit. I had I was friends with this girl that was deaf and she or partially and she told me she needed asmr videos to help her go to sleep like those clicking sounds to help her relax enough because she had really bad tinnitus which i have too but so i i don't use asmr for anything like that most of those videos i've seen are you know not what i'm looking for it kind of like it grosses me out but, yeah. but uh, i mean there's some Joe, good ones I know you look confused, Joe. I have an entire section we're going to get to on ASMR in a minute. <laughs> All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, thanks, Bobby. Yes, sir. Thank, Thank you, you so much, me. Bobby. Anytime, let me know. I'll come back. I'll, awesome. I'll thanks, Bobby. So, Jedi, what I was going to say to you is, do you have any hobbies that are a part of your daily life every single day? I'm, I'm not talking like eating, sleeping, anything that isn't necessary that you do every single day. Because I can only think of one for me organizing oh really it's you're a big crazy. organizer yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's my porn <laughs> I, mean, I watch so many organizational videos i mean it's oh crazy my god the, yes I i'm one of those so bad <laughs> oh my god those. so i really was thinking today and it's kind of funny we're doing this episode the only thing that i can really think of that like that i can't really do without on a daily basis is asmr i am huge into asmr and i would think most of my friends have no idea and now joe do you have any idea what asmr is no none i got into asmr probably six years ago when it was brand new now it's huge now he just said he has his own channel asmr is autonomous sensory meridian response now it's basically when I go to bed, I pick different ASMR things to watch. It's it's a tingling of your brain. So let's play. Now, Joe, I, I watch this honeycomb one, I would say three nights a week, and I'm out like a light. So it's people doing different things. Like if you saw someone chewing while you're awake, you want to strangle the person, right? Yeah. It's different when you're going to sleep. It's so relaxing. Let's play 
um, the girl eating the honey. So when I'm going to bed, I'm putting this on to sleep. It's the most relaxing thing ever. I'm wearing headphones right now. <laughs> and I'm tired. I'm doing it for me. ASMR is so huge. I mean that <laughs> Wait, can, is there different sounds that you can get? It depends on the person. Each can I individual... get someone slurping watermelon? That's a yes, yes, yes. The biggest thing for me is you need this stuff, crunching wrappers, anything. Let's go to um, ASMR Jibby. She's really good. So here she is crunching an umbrella. Those. Um, those ear headphones. Those are called 3DO headphones, and they do anything to get the tingling, tingling sensation. Like it's happening to me right now. <laughs> no. no. Some people don't get that feeling. You get a tingling. It starts in your brain. It goes down your neck to your spine. I get it. I get it really bad. Now, most of the ones I listen to are the women, but there is an unbelievable guy, Ephemeral Rift. He'll he'll eat stuff. He'll do anything. Now, when Bobby was just talking to the binaural, he has this video. It's a binaural box, and he kind of like dresses up to the part. It's called God's Blissful binaural box of asmr now he has microphones on either side of this box representing your ears so when he rubs one side of the box you hear it in your right headphone and the other side so let's play uh rift and then brushing the box in tandem with each brush Joe, they call I enjoyed him like that. Yeah, yeah. This is this no. like a bizarre fetish, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of them are role plays, Joe. It'll be like um, off to get a shave, and it'll be someone whispering to you. Now, the only problem is sometimes you wake up in the middle, like an hour later, and you just hear someone whispering, and it'll creep you out. Now, let, let's play ASMR Darling. She's whispering us to go to sleep. That's part of the thing when they're tapping things, and that's what gets me. Now, Jedi, are you into ASMR, and what kind are you into? I I am. Um, I am into restocking liquids, <laughs> containers, and you know those um, when they restock uh, cleaning supplies, the sound of yeah. the liquid going into the bottle. <laughs> it sounds yeah. so strange, but you got. <laughs> 
saying it out loud. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. Good. Right. I, I know someone who watches ASMR of people getting massaged. There's also I watch that. that. Yeah. That or relaxes me big time. People going to the chiropractor and getting their back cracked. Jedi, you're on that. my wavelength. I almost oh share that video. <laughs> I love watching that. I watched one the other night, Jedi. It was 50 minutes of of cracks, neck cracks, back cracks, all chiropractic. So, Joe, and this guy. So, is a, yeah, I was just yeah, going to say this real is quick. supposed to make make you feel relaxed and calm and lessen your stress and anxiety. That's what these sounds are supposed to do. Not yeah, for you. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, Jedi, I can only send Joe so many, but another one on my list right now that I've been watching at night or listening to, this guy is just kayaking down a river. It's called Tortilla Creek, and all he is, he's in the water just kayaking, and it's a beautiful view, even though you have your eyes shut, and just like the sound of him paddling is so relaxing. I actually so. want to make my own. I have, I, I also like the sound of the ocean. And yeah. I have footage regarding that. And I, I do want to do my own channel for ASMR because, I mean, I like that stuff, too. Yeah. I mean, not only that, like, for instance, ASMR Darling has 2.5 million followers. Uh, Jibby has like 4.7 million. Just the money on ads alone. You just have to have the right ASMR channel. Are you serious? They have that much followers. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're both really hot, too, though. Oh, yeah. That's definitely got to be part of the motivation behind that. I do I do like Jedi listening to the ocean. I have used that before to fall asleep and and I every now and again I'll listen to some white noise to fall asleep. Right. It, yeah, that's similar. White noise. And rain. Rain is always good. Oh, rain would be good. Yeah, I would like like I could do that. I you know what I even wouldn't mind falling asleep to like like uh the sound of the outdoors like the crickets. Yeah, I could do that, but I don't yeah. know if I want somebody like rubbing a bottle of it suave, by the way. <laughs> I don't know what she called that bottle of suave that she was yeah. rubbing and tapping, but suave. No. Yeah. Now, Jedi, but, now, do you just do you just find it relaxing or do you get the tingles? Because I get it bad. And the tingles, I just find it relaxing. You know, that's why when you're talking about the tingles in the back of your head, I was like, no, I, I don't get that. I just it just calms me down. Oh, yeah. Some people don't get it. I, I, I get it big time, especially that ephemeral rift when he's rubbing those uh, brushes against like the ears <laughs> and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But I love ASMR and I would definitely there's over there's been over 13 million ASMR um videos online since 2018 wow do you watch oh, yeah. the mukbang videos where they're eating they're well, just eating a whole bunch stuff of... and oh yeah some, i watch sometimes like... people like that sound as asmr like people eating crab crunching the crab <laughs> or oh, yeah, slurping that, that, noodles that... yeah yeah that's why i said the honeycomb one i like the honeycomb one um just anything girl brought home a bag of taco bell and i'm like oh my god this is gonna be great just play it and shut my eyes <laughs> Bro, this sounds like some weird fetish porn. It really does. And it's like real specific. Like, and then the girl brought some Taco Bell, and I Taco knew. Bell time. I'm getting a tingle something yeah. tonight. For me, yeah. it would be a steak. <laughs> I am also so, yeah. interested in the Taco Bell, I'll be honest. Yeah. Really? When, uh, yeah. So, Crunching uh, Cheetos. <laughs> Fritos. There's, 
I mean, Good Jedi, stuff. there's a at this point, there's ASMR for anything. There's animal ASMRs, just like a cat, like drinking water out of a bowl or milk out of a bowl. There's, there's ASMR for everything right now. It's um, so interesting how the human mind reacts to sound, and each person has their own individual thing. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, so ASMR is awesome. So I'll be listening to some tonight, definitely. I mean, I'm I'm a hundred percent gonna check out the lucid dreaming because i want to experience that that would be cool yeah i want to fly but like there's definitely a drawback though if he's like oh yeah let's don't do it anymore there's probably yeah. something more than he kind of let us on to but he was definitely believable i definitely believe it's a thing don't you i guys? do too it's just that probably he was telling too many people and like how he's saying they were thinking like it's just a dream you know come back to reality you're still stuck in dreamland here so maybe that's why. joe i was just thinking he's like opening up doors and it's like you're in like beetlejuice or something yeah right <laughs> open the door like monster yeah oh my god i would love to do that that would be is that like a lucid dream would it be like that what do you mean? Like what in Beetlejuice, saying? you know, where you're like yeah. opening the door and like the like it's like the sand and the monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn, that would be awesome. That's what uh, that's what pops into my mind. That's funny. Um, so Jedi, before right before the show, like when I was writing down topics, I texted my mom. I'm like, oh my god, we're doing a show on dreaming. I go, remember all the sleepwalking I did as a kid? I was a huge. You did? Huge, oh, I was a huge sleepwalker. A lot of the times I wake up in the middle, but a lot of the times the next morning, like I would wake up on the couch. And my mother was like, oh, my God, you were sleepwalking last night. So a lot of times I didn't remember it, but I completely outgrew it. Did, did you ever find out why you did that? No, just something that just ended. I mean, this was probably when I was six, seven, eight years old. But that could be a huge problem for people. You ever see people right, that yeah. go, to the, go to the fridge? Go yeah. to the fridge and just eat themselves, and they have to lock the fridge and all that stuff. Or they leave the house and go outside and stand in the street. Yeah. Sometimes it's really dangerous. So, <laughs> dude, I had a roommate uh, some years ago, and um, one morning he was like, um, "Somebody pissed in the sink last night, the kitchen sink." And we were like, "Dude, are you serious?" and yeah, somebody had urinated in the sink. And so the next night, um, my buddy uh, got up, walked into the kitchen, and he started peeing in the kitchen sink again. Oh I was gosh. awake. We had a couple of people over, and I was like, dude, what are you doing? And he was in La La Land. He finished pissing in the sink, and then he walked back into his bedroom and he went back to sleep. Oh, my gosh. And he didn't believe it the next day. I was like, dude, right. I saw you doing it. It's you that's been pissing in the sink. <laughs> Basically, know, he, he got he, he would get to the bathroom and he would take a he would miss the right and he would go into the kitchen and then turn to the sink like he was in the bathroom. Well, that's crazy. Big alcoholic. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> that makes yeah. sense. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I have another story, which I it's a terrible situation, but I totally believe the men in these situations. So a 21-year-old man with a history of sleepwalking has been told he may need treatment after a jury found out he was asleep 
when he sexually assaulted his friend's girlfriend. Dale oh Kelly was gosh. found not guilty of sexual assault by penetration for reason of insanity after he sleepwalked into the couple's bedroom, got into their bed, and touched the woman intimately. I mean, what a shitty situation. You're definitely, I mean, I totally. Why didn't the friend you. wake him up? I don't understand. I don't know, but <laughs> I, I've seen a few cases like this, and the guys always get off, get off by the jury. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. So they, they usually get off because you can't prove anything. And that's definitely something that could happen. But what a shitty situation for the for the girl involved. No. It's like, oh, sorry, I was um, I was dreaming. Dude, that's I don't know. Does that really stand up in court? That right. The I mean, idea of like, oh, I, I, I was I was asleep when it happened. I don't know. <laughs> Then right. you can just start using his sleep for like anything. Oh my god! All the time you're just like, oh, I'm sleepwalking. Oh, what did I just take? Yeah, I don't know. That seems, it seems sketchy. Also, I'm assuming you can't keep getting away with it. Like maybe one time. Like if you're on when your he... like, you're on your third digital, digital rape, yeah. uh, right. it's sleepwalking, and the judge is like, "All right, yeah. dude, I don't know." Yeah. I feel like and you're full he, of shit here. And then he robbed the bank when he's sleepwalking. Yeah. And, oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, I want to say one more thing about ASMR. That tingling feeling, they've kind of compared it to um, bubbles in the champagne bottle. That That's how that's how I get the feeling, too. It, it does feel like something like that, like going up like the back of your neck. It's crazy. It's crazy. Now, Jedi, do you think animals dream? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, have you seen a dog fast asleep? I don't know, Joe. You want to... Yeah. <laughs> Joe, play the clip. Oh my God, this is brilliant. Oh. What was that dog dreaming about? Was like the like the 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 dog pound guy chasing him? Like what was going on there? Yeah, exactly. Or like he was chasing the rabbit at a dog track or something. He was running. Right. All you have to do is YouTube. YouTube dog dreaming runs into wall. So the dog is laying down. All of a sudden he said he's running, laying down, and all of a sudden he gets up and just keeps running, face plant into the wall. That was hilarious. Thank you for sharing. And yeah. now I understand that. <laughs> so he's lucid dreaming, right? That dog. <laughs> yeah, right. He's got, although I'm thinking if you're a dog or an animal, I would say all of your dreams, your dreams are lucid dreams, right? It's not like the dog's not dreaming like that. He won an Academy Award. Right. You know, he's right. starring in a movie with Chris Tucker. Like dogs don't dream like that. Like it's gotta yeah. be. Just very real things, probably that happened that day. Like they're probably not even like remembering what like you hit it with a newspaper yesterday. That's not even in the cards. <laughs> right. Whatever happened today, it's all he's thinking about. Uh, you know what I kind of think is bullshit when all these scientists come up with these like statistics. You don't know. You don't know you dream four <laughs> to six times and they're five minutes long. How do you know? How right. do you know a dog sees black and white? Like, do they you know what I mean? All these like conclusions sometimes these scientists come to it's like how do you know? Yeah, that's sketchy. We asked fifty yeah. dogs whether they could see in color. <laughs> right. What did the dog say? 
And uh, when I think of dream Jedi, when you think of movies that have to do with dreaming, what do you think of? Do you think of any particular movie? Oh, um, that Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. One. Yeah. Inception. That's what, what I think. Inception. Of. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen it. A couple people that I know were like, "Oh God," because I have such bad um, ADHD. They're gonna be like, "You're not. You're gonna be so confused." Because I guess it keeps going back and forth. Yeah. Have you seen it? I heard it's confusing. Yes, it is. I I do not like Leo's movies just for that reason because all his movies seem to be that confusing where you have to go back and forth and. I mean, that's so much thinking. <laughs> you know, when I watch a movie, I want to be relaxing and, um, you know, relaxed. But, yeah, you, if you haven't seen it, it's pretty, you know, close to what we're talking about, lucid dreaming. Yeah. I'm trying to think, what are the kind of dream stuff? Do you have anything else, Jedi? Or No, I mean, I just was curious with Bobby experienced deja vu because that's, that's the other part, right? That's the other part of dreaming experiencing I deja vu. yeah i couldn't tell you the last time i had deja vu i just had it earlier this week really what was it anything interesting or you know, i i get it periodically yeah it was uh i was in a room um and as soon as i walked into this room it was a place i'd never been before uh everything else in the dream sort of transpired including uh, a person that i met and i didn't know the person in the dream so it, like it was weird and then to be there it was like oh my god that is so weird i mean just walking in there i was like this feels familiar and then it literally happened i got bit by a dog and i had had deja vu about it before it happened and then the dog bit me so do you think you have psychic abilities have you like I can I can Channel see the short-term future. But you can't give us the lottery numbers. So that's always no. the thing. <laughs> yeah, it's very unfortunate. Now, Jedi, should we tease next week's episode? We never really tease anything, but I kind of want Joe to know about it, and I want to see if Joe's in, in for it. Oh, yeah. Joe, would you be interested in having a psychic read our cards? Give us our oh, reading. Oh, I love that stuff. You do. I do. I don't believe in it, but I totally love it. Good, because I don't want her to read my cards. (laughs) Oh, I would love that. Well, I used to think tarot card reading all stuff. I mean, I'm still not there or anything, but I used to think it was the dumbest thing ever. But we used to have tarot card reading parties at my parents' house when I was a little kid. And when they, they everything they said was like right on cue, and I'm sure they have tricks and stuff, but some of the stuff was just like too good. It, it was crazy, but I guess we'll see next week. Uh, I had a psychic reading done once that was like nailed, just unbelievably like really, yeah. And I was um, I used my minor celebrity to weasel my way into getting it done, so they had no advanced knowledge that I was gonna even be there. Right. And oh, my God, it was crazy how I mean, just but again, it's always that like, you know, somebody with a J name and you're like, I do. But once it started going, it like it was some crazy stuff. And it and yeah, it kind of freaked me out. Yeah, I do think that there are mediums. I do think that there are people that 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 have an ability to cross over realms or dimensions or whatever, because that's probably where people go. 
I do too, I but because that's why I don't want to do it because I don't want any realms crossed. Oh, you wouldn't want <laughs> someone to be like Jedi. You still owe me fifty bucks. Because <laughs> you're not supposed to know. You're not supposed to know your future. Yeah. So, uh, Jedi, if someone said to you right now, "Okay, I'm gonna give you the date of death," you would never want to know that, right? No. Some mm -hmm. people want to know that. I would nope. never want to know that. <laughs> I totally would want to know that. Do you really? Wow. Yeah, I would borrow a ton of money in the days leading up to it and just balls to the walls like, you know, party. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then I would die. All right. It'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but if, if it's going to be like what the Mayan end of the world, when was it? May but 2012, oh, that year, and it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> now, Joe, did you see a bunch of what was it? White Jettas that night, too? Was What was the car you saw? On yeah, YGK? it was white Jettas. It was crazy, man. It was. uh, Yeah, it was uh, the Y2K New Year's. It was. Yeah. Uh, no, was it? Yeah, it was Y2K. Y2K that was the one. Yeah. Uh I kept seeing white uh white Volkswagen Jettas everywhere all day and I was like some shit's going down. Yeah. And then nothing did. <laughs> but I was convinced it was gonna. Oh yeah. my goodness. Jedi, you've That's never funny. seen that many Jettas in the same day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but what what did you think was going to go down? I don't like, know. Something a sale? <laughs> Something to do with cars, yeah, a big Volkswagen <laughs> sale. I, it was so. I swear to God, Jedi, that day, like every time I turned left or right, there was a white Jetta next to me, and I was like, "What is going on?" Like they're everywhere. Maybe there was just a sale. I have no idea, but I was <laughs> convinced. <laughs> so check us out on Facebook, Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond. Uh, we're on Instagram, Crimes, Conspiracies, Beyond. And uh, I think that does it, Jedi. And Clovercrest Media. And also, check out ASMR. It's not creepy. Nothing it's sexual not a about fetish. it. Just, it just gets you to sleep. <laughs> That's it, Marks. The end is here. If you haven't tried lucid dreaming, give it a try. I'm going to. Uh, thanks so much for our guest, Bobby, for being on our show. And may all your dreams come true. Thank you.